0: Welcome to A Champion's Mind with your host, Mario Aroyave. Some say the sky's the limit. It isn't. The limit is in your mind. You believe that or else you would not be listening to this podcast. You believe that you could do more. You believe that you can perform at a higher level than you currently are. You are absolutely right. Thanks for being open-minded and allowing this podcast to help you develop A Champion's Mind. In this podcast, we'll discuss and hear about some mental strategies we can implement to help you achieve your utmost performance. If you feel like you're not performing at your true potential, this podcast will look to give you the keys that can open that lock.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the A Champion's Mind podcast, where currently I'm working on a little series that I've done where I am going through an article written by author Jeff Goins, which is entitled The 7 Differences Between Amateurs and Pros. And what I've done is I've made a separate podcast episode for each one of these, just to give you guys a little something to think about, just short little snippets. And I've released these on consecutive days to give you time to be able to walk through and think about those. And currently in the series, we are on difference number five. So I'm going to run through the first four differences which you can run back in iTunes, search A Champion's Mind, and you can get these episodes. But just to give them to you briefly here, difference number one between amateurs and pros was that amateurs wait for clarity while pros take action. Difference number two was that amateurs want to arrive, so they want to reach some kind of destination, whereas pros simply want to get better and are all about the process and making small gains at a time. The third difference was that amateurs practice as much as they have to But pros never stop. So pros see this as a continuous thing that is ongoing, always looking for opportunities to grow and get better, always looking to stretch limits and to be working on their craft in any given spare moments that they may have. The fourth difference was that amateurs leap for their dreams while pros build a bridge. And again, talking about the process here, the fact that pros understand that success and becoming a professional isn't something that happens very quickly, but it's actually a long drawn out process, similar to constructing a bridge where we've got to be intentional about the materials we're using and the process and the way that we're going about building this and making sure that we're also doing the quality control job while we're constructing that bridge to make sure that it's a bridge that we're actually going to want to walk across and actually will lead us to a destination that we're going to find favorable so today's difference that i want to talk about is that amateurs fear failure while pros crave it this to me in the work that i've done with athletes with teams with businesses with just people and having conversations in general with my own personal struggles and my own personal battles that i fight this is a huge one here the way that we see failure the way that we view it is going to really draw a line in the sand as to whether we're out on the amateur side or whether we're on the pro side. Failure for an amateur is something that points to their identity. It's something that goes deeper than a simple performance or a lack of a result or a lack of success. Failure cuts deep to a person who's an amateur. They believe that that particular failure, that particular shortcoming, that particular skill that they maybe haven't mastered yet, they believe that that is a direct reflection of who they are as an individual and as a person. On the other side, pros. I said that they crave failure. Why? Because they believe that failure is simply a learning tool that they can use to analyze a particular performance, analyze a particular skill. And they can use the failure in order to get better. And that just doesn't sit well with a lot of us. For a lot of us, failure is, it's negative, it's bad. It means we didn't get what we wanted. It means that we were short of a particular standard that we had for ourselves or that many times other people have for us. The pro sees it as it's, it's almost kind of a necessary evil they believe and they know that there's going to be a lot of failure on the road to success, on the road to becoming a professional. I've heard it said before, if you're not failing, then you're not trying hard enough, and I believe that to be true. You've got to come across some rough patches, you've gotta come across some spots where you don't necessarily get what you want, things don't go the way that they did, and most people would look at that and say, that's a failure. I try not to use the word failure a lot, because of the fact that the culture has placed such a negative label on it i just i don't like the fact that they make it this finite thing they they make it seem as if failure is the edge of the cliff don't take another step you need to take another step after you fail that's where the growth actually happens what do you do with the failure do you take it in your own hands do you look at it and do you analyze it and do you study And that's super important difference between amateurs and professionals right there. Huge is what do you do in the moments after your failure? You need to be studying. You need to be a student of your craft. You need to figure out what is it that went wrong and then look at ways to reconstruct, redefine and fix whatever that shortcoming was so that you can do it better next time. My personal belief is that nothing is a complete failure. If you think about something that's a failure, a lot of times people are very catastrophic. Amateurs are very catastrophic about that. Oh, that that performance was a complete failure. That's how they summarize it. So I begin to ask some folks, so nothing went well? And then they begin to, "Eh, actually, you know, this went okay, and this wasn't so bad, and I I did a good job with this, but man, the performance overall in general. In other words, it wasn't a complete failure. There were some things that went well, there were some things that maybe went okay and decent, and then, yeah, there were some things that can be improved upon. But what does that mean for us? A lot of times people take failure, mainly amateurs, take failure and they go all the way back to the drawing board. They want to start from a clean slate. They want to start over again and just re just gut the whole thing, start the building over from scratch. And I I think that's a waste of time. I don't think you should do that. What I think you should do, that by the way, I think I feel like that's a lazy approach, honestly. I feel like that's just the oh man, woe is me, you know, I'm so bad at this. And then it's really easy to just start over again. It's a lot harder, isn't it, to actually sit down, quote unquote, watch game film, figure out what can be fixed, and then actually going to work on that. That to me is, it involves more work. But if you can get into the habit of doing that, it's going to cut down on the time that you're going to need in order to really start seeing some improvement. Because you're not starting over from the beginning. There were some things that weren't broke. And again, another saying is, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I believe in that as well. So, but the last thing I want to say here for this episode is also you, you need to understand if you're, if you're an amateur and you're trying to move to that professional's mindset and that's where you're trying to go, you need to understand that the path from failure to success is going to be long and it's going to be arduous and it's going to be very incremental And there's going to be times where you're going to come down a little bit and experience some failure and you're going to seem further away maybe from that place of mastery that you're looking for, but then you might make a little bit of a gain. And it's just this constant ebb and flow where failure plays a very vital role there. If you received everything in life that you ever wanted and you never had to question or think about whether or not you received that which you wanted, and in other words, everything was a success that you did, that you ever thought about, that you ever wanted, think about how boring your life would be. That's another way to look at it. Failure leads to this possibility that it may not work out, which leads to excitement, which should lead us to being more studious and wanting to learn and grow more and giving us a hunger for the fact that we don't know how this is going to work out, but this is really exciting. Let's go check it out. And then for a professional, getting really excited about the process of sitting down and actually taking that all apart, a performance, a skill, whatever, and looking at it and going, okay, cool, how can I make this even better difference amateurs we fear failure we don't like failure we look at failure as just blotch on our self-image it's directly that failure is directly tied to us and then pros we crave failure we're looking at failure we're going yes this is something that i know that is necessary if i'm failing then i know i'm on the right path i know that i'm heading towards mastery i know that i'm heading towards success i know that i'm heading towards being a professional Because at the end of the day, if it was easy, another saying, if it was easy, then everybody would do it. This is extremely difficult. So I've got to be doing something right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'll bring you difference number six tomorrow, which is amateurs build a skill while pros build a portfolio. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you then.
0: Thanks for listening to A Champion's Mind. As you continue to implement the content discussed here, you'll move closer and closer to performing at your utmost potential. Keep challenging yourself and don't settle until you achieve your goals. If you can't wait until the next episode to do some more work on your mental game, head over to utmostperformance.org where you can find some more content to consume. You can also like our Facebook page, Upmost Performance. We sincerely value your support as we continue to partner together to help you perform at your utmost.